Welcome back to the Brady Farkas Show right here on a Tuesday, WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Time for our weekly conversation. We look forward to it every week with the voice of the Patriots. You can hear him right here on this station every single Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whatever the Patriots are playing. Bob Sosi's got the call. Bob, how are you? I'm good, Brady. Good to talk to you again. And uh, good to talk to you after a win on a Sunday night, I think. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> I always uh, win. I think it was Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> A different tone to this week's conversation. You know, we've talked after a couple of losses. We've talked after a win. Yeah, but it was the Jets. This was a win that they earned against a good team that's probably headed to the playoffs. You were talking to the coaches earlier today. What's the tone around the team today? I think there's definitely a a feeling that they're going in the right direction. They're finding roles for players. I think, you know, you you heard a, a much different tenor and tone from head coach Bill Belichick in the last couple of days for obvious reasons. The last couple of weeks, even after the win over the Jets, which I have to say, that was that was well-earned too. I, you don't yeah. I, I never take a win in the NFL for granted, uh, despite I know the expectations and the standards we have <laughs> in New England, given the success of all of our teams, but especially the Patriots the last 20 years or so. Yeah. But you know, I think the last couple of weeks, so many of the questions were about the Patriots' past drafts, the Patriots' inefficiencies, the deficiencies of the Pats. So many questions today, for example, like yesterday, were about positives that emerged in that game and also focusing on positives individually with players. You know, you you go from why isn't Chase Winovich playing more than five snaps in a game to the way you used Chase Winovich the other night off the ball, inside linebacker, and the way he played. You know, how did you develop that role for him. Uh, You look at Jacoby Myers' emergence for this team the last couple of weeks. So instead of questions about the lack of receptions for Patriots receivers, now you're getting questions about what's made, you know, Myers so effective of late. You know, those are just two of the examples. But I think that things are going in the right direction for the team, obviously in the win column, but also I think in a lot of other ways too. You know, we have famously said forever that Bill Belichick's smarter than everybody. He zigs when other teams zag. So let me ask you this. The Patriots have become a power-running team now at a time when the rest of the league is flashy, speed-driven, throw the ball all over the place. Did the Patriots do this by design, or did they just kind of fall into this position, you think? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you know, that several years ago, we saw the Patriots as a pass-first team go to the Super Bowl. And they passed for 505 yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. And they lost that game. And I think a big part of that game that was overlooked and still is to this day is how well Philadelphia ran it throughout that game with Jay Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt And the Patriots' inability, uh, really from the start of that season, if you go back to the Kansas City season opener, the number of short yardage situations, Mike uh, Gillisley, was the, was the primary running back. He scored a couple of touchdowns in that game, if not more. I think he might have had even three touchdowns. But they couldn't convert short yardage plays. And then the following year, they win the Super Bowl on the strength of their running. And they kind of had to reinvent themselves to pick up steam at the end of the season, get by the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets to end the regular season. And they did it by developing this running attack, which carried them through the playoffs. They rolled past the Chargers. And then eventually, of course, in the AFC Championship, ran it at will against Kansas City all the way to Rex Burkhead's overtime-winning touchdown. And I think what you saw in the Chargers game was a preview of what we would see from the Patriots down the road and what, what logically you're seeing from other NFL teams. Defenses have shifted from base personnel to so-called sub-personnel, uh-huh. more defensive backs on the field, 
lighter defensive fronts. We see the Patriots doing it regularly. You get a safety who's really playing a linebacker's position. You get extra cornerbacks on the field. Well, you use the same personnel groupings to pass and run. You know, Instead of flexing guys out, you bring them into the backfield, and you're able to run because the physical matchup favors that. And so I think we were trending in this direction, but along with that, there's been the necessity for the Patriots to become that kind of a team, particularly with Cam Newton as their quarterback, as opposed to Tom Brady. It's hard to incorporate option elements in your offense when you have an immobile quarterback like Tom. In Cam Newton's case, of course, he can't do the things that Brady can do in the pocket, but he can do things outside of it or at least present the threat of it that Tom Brady didn't possess to other teams or present to other teams. And, and so therefore I think it's, it's kind of a, a number of factors all at a confluence at this point in time with the Patriots, just the way the league was going, the necessity to develop that running game because they couldn't pass it yeah. as consistently and as reliably opening up and spreading it out in, in terms of personnel. They just didn't have the personnel to do it. Bob Sosie, voice of the Patriots. You can hear him every single week right here on this station as WDEV is your new home for Patriots football, and he joins us every single week here on the Brady Farkas Show. The running game has certainly opened things up for Cam, for himself as a runner, but also play action. Two consecutive weeks, he's been really, really good on play action. I'm curious if if you've talked with Zoe a lot on the broadcasts about how important play action and that run game has been to making things a little easier for Cam as a passer. No doubt about it. Play action has always been a very important element of the Patriots offense. And I think any offense, you have to be able uh, to, to throw off play action. And sometimes you can do it if you don't have an effective running game. But when you do have an effective running game, then obviously it becomes even more effective. And I think what we've seen over the course of this season is teams have continued to put more people in the box. You really started to see it in the Denver game when the Broncos played a safety again up in the box on a regular basis, snap after snap, Justin Simmons. And so as teams do that, well, off play action, you start to suck those safeties and linebackers up. You get people out of place. Now you're able to, to throw the ball you know, into those vacated areas. Yeah. You'd like to see the Patriots be able to use play action and throw the ball over their heads at times and get bigger pass plays. We're not seeing that so much, but it is an effective part of what they've done, even with Brady. But I think in, in Cam Newton, it's, it's imperative for them to be able to use play action. And it's been a big part of their success the last couple of weeks. And I think it also does too, Brady, is it, it gives the quarterback, kind of, it kind of puts him in a position where he's coming off that play fake and he knows right where he wants to go with the ball. You're eliminating some of the processing and you're developing rhythm. You're developing confidence in, in, in that particular position. And I think what we've seen over the course of the last couple of weeks, it's carried over to other elements of the passing game for Cam Newton, because there's no doubt that for a three week stretch, he was really struggling with reading. Uh, there was hesitation. The mechanics went awry, but I think when you come off play action too, you know, there's some self-corrections there. You're more compact. The mechanics are better. Again, the, the the processing, some of it is eliminated. So the ball's coming out quicker. And, you know, there are more w windows and open windows to throw to because, again, you're getting some people out of place. It could be just a single step toward the line of scrimmage or it could be the flow in one direction or the other because of the run action. A lot of positives, as you said. The one negative is well, – well, it's a positive and a negative. Jacoby Myers has been great. But Jacoby Myers is getting all of the targets. <laughs> there was no targets at all for Demir Bird and no targets at all for Nikhil Harry on uh, on Sunday night. Um, they're going to need something out of somebody else at some point, right? 
Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Now, I think this weekend should be telling against the Texans who don't have the defense they used to have. They've really been depleted personnel-wise. And when you look at the game against the Ravens, given the weather conditions and also the Ravens defensively, you you saw a lot of tight sets for the Patriots, a lot of two-receiver formations for New England in that game, a lot of two-back sets. And and so I think the targets were limited in, in part because of the nature of their game plan. I would expect against the Texans for the Patriots to try to approach it a, a bit differently. And again, they're going to be playing in a controlled environment at NRG Stadium. You're not going to be playing in, in the downpour and the windy conditions yeah. against a good team that takes the ball away and, and certainly I think has better cover people. And, you know, even though the Ravens were down a couple of defenders up front, you know, Baltimore's defense certainly I think is much better than where the Texans are today. This is not the Texans' defense, the Patriots. It's still good. And Romeo Cornell, you know, is still, I think, somebody Bill Belichick has tremendous respect for and, and knows the Patriots very well. But it's it's not the kind of defense the Patriots have faced in the past. And I go back to the divisional playoff game several years ago when Houston really posed a lot of problems for the Pats with uh, Benardrick McKinney and uh, Whitney Merciless and A.J. Boye in the secondary and, and some of the other guys. That, that, that team is not the same team it's been in the past. I'll get you out of here on this. As I heard the, the call from you and Zoe on Sunday of the Jacoby Myers touchdown pass, I hear Zoe saying he's going to throw it. He's going to throw it. Do you pick up on it as a broadcaster? Like, do you see the trick play forming before we see it on television? Like, do you, do you feel that something's coming? Well, you see it, you know, sometimes you see it where the way the wide receivers lined up in the backfield, you see it with Edelman sometimes now. And it's, it's really become, a court, I think, being more experienced calling those plays. When I think back to, for example, the throw against the Ravens in the 2014 yep. divisional round game, you know, initially I, I saw it as a screen to Julian Edelman. And Joe Zoe was right on top of it. It's, it's lateral. You know, he, he's saying lateral as I'm calling the play. And so then, okay, now you watch it once and you say, okay, it, you know, the next time I see it, I'll try to pick up on it a little quicker. And, and then over the course of time, you see more and more of those plays. And, and and certainly when Jacoby caught the ball, I think I did call it as a lateral right away as opposed to a screen. And so yeah. when you watch where he's positioned as he catches the ball and just his movements, he caught it and then he took several steps to his right. There's an indication right there, okay, he's looking to throw right away. So that was that was a particular play where I think I was able to pick up on it from – from the time the ball was released to Cam Newton, just seeing where Jacoby wound up and where the ball was thrown. You, when you see you know, the, the slip screen or the bubble screen, and the, the wide receivers will be a lot closer to the line of scrimmage, and he's going forward. Yeah. In that case, he was going backward and to his right as he caught the ball and then tried to set up to make the throw to Rex Burkhead. Very, very cool. Nuanced broadcasting. I had former Ravens wide receiver Kamar Aiken on yesterday. He was not amused reliving memories of that 2014 uh, playoff game. That you he got a, yeah, he got off to a great start in that game. He did. He had a touchdown to open it. So we loved, we loved having him on. He wasn't so happy with the ending, though, that the Patriots won. Bob Sosi, voice of the Patriots, with us every single Tuesday. Uh, right here on the Brady Farga Show. You can catch him and Zoe on Sunday against the Texans. Pre-game show starts at uh, at 10 a.m. And, Bob, 2-0 and on WDEV. That was the key. There we go. Let's <laughs> keep it going.